Letters from a Glass House is a not-for-profit ministry of the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Venice, Florida. Support us today at UUCOV.org. New Year's Day makes a lot of us think about things like party hats and, and having things to drink and staying up way too late. No wonder I have to atone if I'm partying for 10 days, right? According to Jewish lore, as I said in the children's chapel, this is the day the first people were created. But more importantly, it's the day they first exercised free will in working toward humanity's role in the greater world. New Year, the day when we're created, but the day when we begin to create, the day when we begin to make choices. It's a good place to start a celebration. But there's a reason that the New Year, Rosh Hashanah, and the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, there's a, there's a reason that they come together. Rosh Hashanah is the day the decree is written and Yom Kippur is the day that it's sealed. That sounds impressive and murky and vaguely terrifying. I can tell you now, when I was in fourth grade, when I was a kid, I had a terrible year. I hated my teacher. The classroom smelled like socks and cheese. And for the first time in my entire existence, I stopped doing my homework just so I'd have something to do in class the next day. And at the end of that year, I walked out, and when I woke up the next morning, it was over. It was over. I wasn't sure how I had done, and I wouldn't get my report card for a week or two, but no matter what, it was finished, and there was no changing it. And this huge weight came off of my shoulders. The other shoe dropped. It was done. It was written. I'd hit my own personal Rosh Hashanah. The new year is a time that we can sit back and take a breath. It's a time we can say that for all of the good and all of the bad, everything I created and everything I destroyed, in every moment I was human. I was human in all my frailty and all my glory. I was the best I could be. And the year's done. Even in the midst of all the things that make up our days, this is the time to draw a line between what has happened and what is going to happen. And to be glad with every fiber of your being. Because a new chapter is happening all the possibilities are open again. There is a horrible at first glance prayer which is read on Rosh Hashanah, and it goes like this. On Rosh Hashanah the decree is written, and on Yom Kippur it's sealed, who will live and who will die, who in their time and who before their time, by fire and by water, by earthquake and plague, who will be torn and who will be whole, who will wander and who will have peace. And some people hate this prayer. They hate it so badly they get up and walk out of synagogue every year while it's read, so they don't have to listen to it. Why? Well, because they've known pain, 
They've known pain and heartache and addiction and screw-ups. And some people think this prayer means that it was all sent by God as some kind of punishment or judgment, some kind of decision on, on some kind of God's part to righteously smite the stuffing out of everybody. And they leave because they think that they somehow deserved this judgment. They've been judged. They've been found wanting. But this prayer isn't about not being good enough. It isn't about getting struck down. For each of the questions it asks, the answer is the same, and the answer is me. I'll die when it's my time, and it'll be too soon. If not for me, then for my friends or my family. Fire and water and earthquake and plague, they're with us every day of our lives. We're getting ready to get hit by the water this week. We get angry, we cry, we break things, we get sick, we screw up. We have horrible words with our families. They have horrible words with us. We make social gaffes. We embarrass ourselves. We get burned and we learn better. We half drown ourselves. We learn how to swim. We get buried alive under the weight of our world and we learn how to shovel and shove and get torn up and healed and lost and we find our way again. This is important to us as Unitarian Universalists. Judaism is in our fabric of our faith. We own this too. This idea that we get knocked down, we get back up again. We get to start again. On Rosh Hashanah, the decree is written, this prayer isn't gloomy guesswork about what's happening It's about me and you, the truth of existence. So let's try reading it another way. On Rosh Hashanah, the facts of my existence are recognized, and on Yom Kippur are sealed. I will live and I will die at the right time and before my time. I'll be torn and I may achieve wholeness. I'll wander and I might yet find peace. This is the day to celebrate our amazing and beautiful and terrible vulnerability. The fact that though we end or can be ended, we exist and every day we create. Every day we matter. With our transient and fragile little lives, we matter. We don't get to decide when we're born. We have only about this much control over when we die. Whole or broken, sick or healthy, able-bodied or challenged by our very skin, we invest in our own lives and the lives of others anyway. How amazing. Day after day, we work for the things we find valuable, often not noticing how precious we ourselves are. But on this day, it's written. And it doesn't matter who writes it. It doesn't matter if there's some divine up there or if who writes it is in here, your own heart. This works for everybody, for atheists, for agnostics. The decree isn't a judgment against you. It isn't a punishment. What is decreed is a recognition of humanity. It's a reminder to recognize that you are fragile and vulnerable and at the mercy of your physical reality. And this truth, as painful as it is to acknowledge, is profoundly liberating. 
We got sold a lie by our culture, which tells us, don't worry, be happy. That you're somehow broken if you're not happy all the time. Somehow exceptional or different, and you should hurry to get that fixed. (laughs) We can be self-sufficient, do it all, laugh a lot, never ask for help. I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan. You remember that one? (laughs) And we're supposed to lie. We're supposed to say, I'm okay. To smile in every picture, to refuse to ask for directions. We're supposed to make it all look good and effortless. We're supposed to be healthy. But when every day isn't happy or healthy or whole, we get embarrassed. We get afraid that somehow we're less than. Somebody says, how you doing? What do you say? Fine. I'm great. You could have a leg hanging off. (laughs) I'm doing great. How about you? And they go, yeah, I'm awesome. (coughs) We apologize for crying in public. We apologize for needing more time, being slower. And we wonder what we did wrong to end up there. Rosh Hashanah reminds us that's all a lie. The prayer says, listen, the human condition isn't laughing gas and giggles. It's fragile. That's what's normal. Tragedy is no surprise when it hits. The beautiful, wondrous surprise is how much good happens. You're normal. Today is a day to hug yourself and sing with joy because you have been human for another year. When something bad happened to you, it wasn't a punishment. There's no divine waiting to get you. You're not alone. You're surrounded by a sea of other fragile humans, just as flawed. And though you may not always feel good sharing the downs, we're all in your shoes and you're in ours. Who will live? I will. Who will die? I will. Who will rejoice? I will. And who will cry? I will. Every one of us, I together. So in Rosh Hashanah, after you feel the weight of the year drop away and all the good and all the bad and all the things that make you a living human, you can say, isn't it amazing? I've done it again. I'm still here. I'm still here. I've made it one more year. Go me. And then you process it. The final line of that prayer says, repentance, prayer, and righteousness avert a severe decree. So whether you're judging yourself or some God is judging you, or that's what you think. You can repent of anything you've screwed up this year. You can be sorry. There are people that find everything to be a calamity wrapped in a catastrophe. They are sure if they dropped their pencil, it landed in Ebola. (laughs) If someone doesn't call them back, they're sure there was an accident involving a bus of refugee orphans, three protected species, and a nuclear bomb. (laughs) Other people suffer terrible loss and real tragedy, but they spring up. We may not decide the conditions of our existence. We possess the freedom to interpret them. The freedom to change our response. So the first part is recognizing that freedom and using it. You decide it. 
we're responsible for the kind of people we are. Responsibility and freedom are the meaning of being human. This is repentance. We celebrate the joy that even on our worst days, we interpreted our conditions and we chose our responses. The next thing you can do is prayer that connects us to the rest of creation. When I'm hurt, half the pain is feeling alone with whatever's hurting me. On Rosh Hashanah, I look back and I can't change what I did, but I can direct mental focus at my own frailty and in humility pray. I'm not dropping to my knees because I'm weak. I'm not begging or asking to be forgiveness. Prayer in this sense is just humbly approaching your own heart. Approaching a god or a goddess if that's what you believe in. Whatever the ultimate is for you. And saying, I'm not worthless. I'm not unimportant. But I've made mistakes. I can't change the fundamental fact, but I'm not alone in this. We hold hands and we cry together. And the last piece is righteousness, do good. It boils down to that, do good. Tikkun ha'olam, repairing the world. For all your frailty, you can still do good. Save a starving kitten. Pick up that crayon somebody's going to slip on. It doesn't have to be big good. Start with bites of good. One can of food donated. One smile. When we lose touch, when everything's falling apart, you have the power of a God. You have the power to change the world. One bite of good at a time. And this is the power to look back at the worst days and see that you were not powerlessness. See how much joy your hands could make in the coming year. At the end of the Torah, the people come before Moses, who's now 120 and ready to die. They hear one last word, one last summation of everything he's had to say. And he says to them, I call on heaven and earth to witness this day. I've put before you life and death, blessing and curse. The last words he says to them are choose life. It's that simple. Choose life. Life, choose joy, choose creation, never give up, never believe yourself to be alone, hold hands and never let go. And on this precious day, make a joyful noise. You've earned it. You deserve it. You're alive. You made it this far. Go you. Amen.